everyone. Many blessings. Let's talk today about working with root chakra blocks. And maybe before we go on, uh, let's define the language a little bit. So I'm using the words root chakra because it's the most um, common um, in the English language to refer to this energy center. And I'm sure everyone listening has an idea of a root chakra as an energy center at the base of the spine that is responsible uh, for the physical body, for uh, being connected, feeling present, uh, feeling here, right? Being connected to the land, to the ancestry, to the reality, being in the physical body, having a right to be here. But this energy center has been acknowledged by many different traditions, not just the, the Hindu one, um, according to what I know. But we'll just use this terminology, root chakra, in relation to the energy center at, at the root, right? So our uh, hips and pelvis, our base of the spine, the perineum, the legs, the bones, uh, our connection to earth. And um, I wanted initially to call this episode Healing Root Chakra Blocks until I realized that this is maybe quite optimistic. Healing Root Chakra Blocks, um, not that you can't heal issues uh, that are connected with the root, but that the subject of healing would require more definitions. You know, here we go with the issue of language and how we use words. So I found it more adequate to call it working with root chakra blocks. Yes, we can transmute and we can be more present and be more in our body and transmute our relationship with the land and the ancestry. But Root chakra is interesting in that it is the most dense, it is the most uh, slow, it's the vibration of the physicality. So when we talk about healing, it's connected to the physical body, to physical healing, it's connected to our ancestral reality, to our right to be on the land. So it's not an esoteric subject at all, uh, you know, and it has very little to do, uh, well, it doesn't have very little to do, uh, but it has very little to do directly with the soul and the Akashic records and past lives. Um, obviously, everything is interconnected, but in a direct, tangible way, root is about your root, right? It's about your connection, your grounding. A tree without a root dies. And you without a physical body obviously are not living in the in the physical realm. So I find it more adequate to talk about working with the root chakra. 
and bringing in the issues of healing into that work. And what are blocks? A block, I would define a block as an experience that was negative and that resulted in fragmentation of your energy, separation. So let's say somebody yelled at you when you were trying to do a new task. For example, you wanted to learn to dance, but the teacher wasn't so nice and kept yelling at you. And you just walked out of a class when you were a kid. So that's a block. From now on, there will be a negative reaction associated with dancing, maybe even a negative reaction associated with learning everything new. I don't want to learn new things or I don't want to move my body. I have a block in my energy structure, in my psychology, in my thoughts, in my reactions that goes, that takes, that has its roots in that childhood experience. A block is not just a psychological issue, like a complex or, uh, you know, whatever one may call it. But I see a block because I work with energy, so I would define a block as an energetic issue. It's imprinted in the energy of your body, not just in the thinking mind, um, or the, the rational mind, not even in emotions or memories, but it also can have an imprint in the whole energetic structure. Maybe that was a recurrent event. Maybe you inherited uh, particular blocks from your ancestors or even from past lives. Now, in terms of root chakra, um, it is... The chakra, as I said, that is connected to the physical body, to being present and to being present here on earth. So in most cases, uh, the blocks here are not really coming from past lives. Because when our physical bodies disintegrate, uh, that's it, right? We don't take a body into another incarnation. Um, although, of course, we can carry experiences and energetic imprints. But the blocks of the root chakra do come from the past. In my experience, it is mostly ancestral past. So it is a past life, in a sense, that it is the past of your family, of your family line, of your ancestral lineage. If you think of yourself as a tree, <laughs> and we are, in a sense, fed and nurtured by our tree ancestors, think that you have, your physical body is a trunk, your roots are the memories of your ancestors, the experience of your ancestors, the family tree, right? So those roots 
are your family tree going down into the earth? Where your ancestors' bodies were buried, so quite literally having roots in the earth, quite literally the roots of your tree, they stretch into the earth to connect with the land that you are living on, to connect with the land where you were born. You have imprints in your energetic makeup, in your even physical bodily makeup. You have imprints from the land that you were born on. You ate its fruit. You breathed its air, right? You drank water from that land. You heard the songs of the land. You lived the seasons of the land. You are a part of that land. And your ancestors, who might be buried in that land, they are a part of you, of your body, of your bones, your DNA, your epigenetics. Those are your roots, the memories of those ancestors, the experience of those ancestors, the pain and the gifts, the richness, the, you know, the good experience of your ancestors are part of your roots. So that's the roots of your tree. Now imagine if your ancestors had... To move. Maybe they were immigrants. Well, most of us have ancestors who moved from one country to another. Maybe that immigration, emigration was painful, was difficult. Maybe they had to leave everything behind. Their house could have burned down in a war, only managed to take you know, their favorite book, or not even that. And maybe that happened multiple times in the ancestral history. Maybe they were arrested or executed by the government. My uh, grandfather on the father's side, for example, he was sentenced to death three times by the old Tsar government uh, in what was then the Russian Empire. Uh, and then executed 30-something uh, years later. Um, and I'm sure many have those ancestral stories. Maybe it's not the, you know, grandfather or great-grandfather, but maybe way back down the line, there are ancestors who had to move, who had to lose everything, who were killed, who were told, oh, you're immigrants, you are nobody on this land who moved to another country, but weren't particularly welcome. And, for example, my mother moved with her parents to another country, but it was technically occupied. So the undercurrent, the emotional, the um, not so, you know, not so obvious, the subtle undercurrent of feeling was, well, you're actually not welcome. And maybe the land itself was giving signals that, look, you are actually not one of my own. <laughs> you don't belong here. Those signals could have been very subtle, but they were there, right? So what can happen to a sensitive child in the family is that they inhale some of these signals. 
that say, oh, you're actually not welcome here. You don't belong here. These are all root chakra blocks. So for me personally, root chakra doesn't have so much to do with past lives, if we believe in past lives even. Um, but it has to do with past lives of our ancestors, past lives in our blood. So it's connected to the physical body. The energy is slow, dense, in the sense of, uh, you know, very material. It's not a soul level. It's not about the stars and the soul and the divine. It's about the earth, quite literally earth ancestors, everything that comes from the earth and that goes to the earth. And the body, of course, the relationship with the physical. So, if you have issues with the sense of belonging, being present in your body, if you feel like you are in the wrong body, whatever that may mean for you personally, if you feel you're in the wrong country, if you feel you don't belong in your family, if you feel you don't belong in your you know, environment, social group, in the place where you live, the home that you have, it's very likely you have root chakra blocks on the energetic level. So we're not talking about psychology or other disciplines. From the energy perspective, these are root chakra blocks. Because it's a root chakra, because it's physical, because it's dense, we can't just say, oh, root chakra blocks, be gone. <laughs> so working with our root chakra necessarily involves working with the physical dimension of our life. And the first work that I believe we need to do is working with our lineage, with our ancestors and their connection to the land and our connection to the land. There are some people who maybe were you know, born in military families and don't even know which land they are connected to because they were moving all the time. Or maybe you are moving all the time now. You think of yourself as a digital nomad and are enjoying your life. But how does it make you feel or how would it make you feel if you had to stay in one place for 10 years? Can you imagine that happening or is it very difficult? One of the signs or rather one of the blocks to the root chakra is also related to not being able to hold down, <laughs> to not being able to tie yourself down, to be anchored, right? So it's, it's lack of anchor. There are no roots. Maybe... There is nothing wrong with that. It's not a value judgment, but there is probably an issue at the root level. If it doesn't bother you now, that's wonderful. But 
it can be an energetic block that says, no, I don't want to root. It's not for me. And I think collectively, maybe in a few minutes it will become more clear what I mean by that, but I think collectively we do have an issue with the root chakra because our lives are not particularly conductive to rooting, to grounding. And one of the aspects here is that, as I said, this energy is very dense, very slow, very, very physical. Uh, in energy medicine, uh, root chakra is connected to bones, to our bone structure, right? So it's a structural element. It's what keeps us together, <laughs> what keeps a form. Without bones, our body is just a plop just a plop so it, it's not it's not able to stand function etc our bones renew themselves in seven years so it takes uh, seven years for the cells of the bones to renew so we get new bones every seven years so it's a long process, right? As opposed to, for example, our blood renews, uh, it takes uh, 120 or 140 days to, for the blood cells to renew. So, for example, when you move to a new place, when you root yourself in a relationship or family or business, Think of this process as resembling replanting a tree. Right? You want to gently take out the tree with its roots, transplant it, and then allow it to settle into the earth. Some trees may die. Right? Some plants, they don't handle transplanting at all. They need to grow exactly where they were planted. Some plants you can repot or remove, but it's a very delicate process. There's no guarantee that it will take in in a new soil. And then it will take some time to get used to the new place, to again root in, to take that new land as if it were yours and to start growing again in that new place. So when you are being, when you are repotting yourself, when you are moving, or when you are planting and creating something new, it is a long, slow process. And when deep changes happen, such as, for example, you receive spiritual downloads, you receive a very high up seed of understanding, not, a, not just an intellectual understanding, but like you, you know, you receive a revelation, for example. Oh, I have to quit my job, right, and start a new business. And you start that business and you're wondering, but, you know, why doesn't it take off? It's just so slow. Nothing is happening. Was it a mistake? I've been at it for two years and nothing's going on. I have no idea what I'm going to do. Is it a mistake? Did I, uh, am I doing something wrong? Do I have blocks to abundance? 
etc. Well, maybe these are not so much blocks as you forgot how long it takes for the roots to sink in, <laughs> for things to start shifting at the root level, because at this level, it's a very slow vibration. It's a very dense vibration. So at the level of the root chakra, things happen slowly. It's bones. They take seven years to renew. So for you to restructure your root, to restructure an awareness at high vibrations, at, you know, those when you reach the level of divine love and you receive a download there, you have a quantum shift. You may have had this experience that it can take years, if not decades, to integrate a quantum shift. You can go back to something that happened 10 years ago and say, oh, now I understand what I've been doing for the past 10 years. It didn't make sense before, but now I understand. And that actually means that, yes, finally, it integrated into your bones. It did take all these 10 years to integrate into the physical. Now you can reap the physical fruits of that higher level understanding because it was a different frequency at the lower chakra frequency. That's how long it takes. So when you start a new business, well, maybe that's what it takes. Seven years, five years, ten years to settle into it because it just hasn't trickled down. Your, there was nothing wrong with your understanding. And the blocks, yes, you're working. That's, that's the whole point of working on a new business or a new uh, project is to work on the root chakra blocks. But they're not blocks in the sense that, oh, it's happening too slowly. I must have root chakra blocks. No, it's actually normal. That's how your root restructuring works because it is restructured very, very slowly. So, for example, if you can't have a relation, if you can't, you know, if all your relationships don't last longer than three or four years, then you definitely have an issue with with the root because you just it just can't trickle down as as soon as it starts rooting as soon as it gets into your bones you run away right because it's too much or maybe someone you know runs away and then you can think about well what is their issue with rooting Right? How is their relationship to earth, to their ancestry, to their family, to their parents, uh, to work, to place, to their bones? Uh, maybe actually, you know, those same people, they will have an issue with their bones or have frequent accidents where they break their bones. That is also possible. Not, it's not uh, necessarily one follow, one doesn't necessarily follow the other. But it, it can be reflected by frequent accidents and issues with bones on a physical level. Um, think that in the old days, in, in the magical old days, but actually not so long ago, uh, maybe even a hundred years ago, definitely, you know, 200 years ago and back, uh, 
um, people would go into an apprenticeship. Well, they often still do go into an apprenticeship, but to learn a profession, to learn a craft, including spiritual craft, healing craft, magical craft, the most common way has been, and in many cases still is, is to study with a master. If you are wanting, you know, to study uh, from a healer, you go and study from a healer for five years, seven years, spiritual teacher. Well, then you go live with a spiritual teacher for five years, seven years, ten years. Medical doctors uh, would need to study their craft for about ten years. Uh, an apprentice of an artist, of a painter, of a sculptor, would need to study with that sculptor. An apprentice of a shaman would live with the shaman for, you know, traditionally that framework was around seven years, seven years, maybe even ten years, like living with a master before you can even think about teaching for yourself or even thinking that you can something that you know something or can do something so that apprenticeship learning the craft it wasn't just intellectual learning it required being in the presence of a master because you learn also energetically you learn uh, you know in your even from the food you eat from the uh, from the sleep, from where you sleep, how you sleep, uh, right? How you walk, how you wake up, how the master greets the day, how the master goes to sleep. You inhale all of these things. So after seven years, they are in your bones. Your body has learned these things. The bodily intelligence is on. So it's not just in the book you read or even in the energy transmission you received, but now your body knows. They are part of you. You do it without thinking. It's muscle memory, yes. It's physical, you know, the brain memory, yes. Energetic memory, yes. But it's even the bone memory that is online. You learned the craft, you can go. Now, what I'm saying here is all very nice and poetic, but in the modern business world, seven years. Well, I remember I was told that you have to change your job every five to seven years, right? Not to get stagnant. So the idea of learning a craft for seven years and then working with that craft for the rest of your life, well, that's ridiculous, right? How, how am I supposed to explore the world if I have to sit in one place for seven years and to do the same thing for the rest of my life? So that was my point uh, when I said, you know, not uh, sometimes our whole structure, sometimes our whole world is not very conductive to being rooted because we don't get this bone intelligence 
we have to jump from place to place and it's wonderful to you know be a digital nomad and hop hop on and hop off um, but at the same time many of us are feeling ungrounded that we don't belong here we don't belong in our body we don't belong on this planet right i'm a star seed i want to fly off go back home uh, and I have never taken time to ground. And the thought of a seven-year apprenticeship is absolutely horrifying, because no, I want an, you know, I want a two-day course on how to open my third eye. I'm definitely not going to sit anywhere for seven years and then do what? So our world, our whole structure, is actually not very conductive to grounding, especially in terms of, you know, profession and life work. And that's why. Uh, people are asking, what's my purpose in life? Because, uh, well, it's very difficult in that environment to have the bone level awareness of what to do with life. If you're supposed to change your job every five years, then yes, then it's more difficult to find a purpose. <laughs> and it's not, uh, it's not a value judgment, it's not necessarily right or wrong. But it can indicate root chakra blocks. So when we do work with root chakra, and if you feel that, yes, I'm terribly ungrounded, I don't want to be in my body, I can't connect to my body, I don't feel I belong on the land, I don't talk to my family, nor do I ever want to, I have no idea what I'm doing, who I am, what my mission in life is, etc. Then maybe you are well advised to start working with the root. And one of the ways of, you know, working with root chakra blocks is observing and, you know, researching your connection to the land, the connection of your family to the land, uh, looking for pictures, uh, photographs of your parents or grandparents uh, on the land that they grew up on, researching the history of the land that you live in now, connecting to the spiritual and cultural heritage of the land that you live in now. So very mundane, non-spiritual activities, just physically connecting with the land. And then, of course, we have the more meditative approach and energe energetic approach where you connect to the spirit of the land through meditation, where you work with literally sitting on the land or standing on the land and anchoring yourself in it, developing a relationship with the land that you're on and developing a relationship with your ancestry, a literal relationship. Maybe the, those ancestors are not near you and you don't know much about them, but you learn or you develop that relationship through meditation, through um, contemplation, research, and so on. You learn about your roots and you develop a relationship with those roots. 
And the shadow comes up, obviously, what I mentioned about immigration, immigration, um, losing all possessions, etc. Um, from a more maybe soul level perspective, uh, there is the issue of, let's say, sensitive children, uh, sensitive souls take on all the uh, you know, issues of the family that were swept under the rug so they can become the carriers of all the family luggage. And when you start working with your roots, with your root energy center, you can also make an intention to rededicate, <laughs> rededicate yourself. Now, I don't want to carry my family luggage, but instead I want to connect with my ancestors so that I can also receive their power. Because, as I said, your main power to create, to even survive, it comes from the land, from the ancestors. Your bones are part of the land. Your bones consist of your ancestors, quite literally. So without that connection, it is normal to feel weak and unsupported and ungrounded and unable to create anything. But the key here is also remembering that it is slow. The root chakra energy is slow. So any shifts on that level, it will take time. You cannot restructure at the bone level in one month. <laughs> it will take you around seven years right? Uh, nine pregnant women will not get a child to be born in one month. It will still take nine months. <laughs> it, it's impossible to speed up that process. It is the way it is. Often also, at this level, the blocks and the wounding is the heaviest. Relationships with parents, family, ancestors, and so on. You know, the hatred towards the land. It can be rooted in childhood experiences. As I said, this energies that came from the family. So it needs to be worked through, uh, whether with a healer or on your own through meditation and, you know, clearing those energies. For yourself and then another way of working with root chakra is establishing a relationship with that chakra with that energy center itself it is actually one of the easiest chakras to connect to the root and the throat is the easiest to feel if you visualize this chakra as a ball of energy at the base of your spine at the perineum and you bring your attention to it and kind of start spinning or just filling it up with energy, you will often feel a heat in that area of the perineum, right at the base of the body. You will feel it. It's very easy to connect to. So you can establish a relationship with that chakra on its own and ground it into the earth, like literally visualize it, drawing energy from the core of the earth, filling it up, firing it up, and burning up any 
dark clouds or like dark spots of blocks. That, that is also one way of working with this energy center. But in this podcast, I just wanted to bring attention primarily to the aspect of time and like some of the ways in which our relationship to root level issues can be skewed just because we are, you know, used to live in a world where we travel a lot and where there is instant um, gratification and things happen, have to happen very fast, fast, fast. You know, you have to change your job every five years. Well, that's not a root level issue then. It doesn't, uh, that job didn't even have time to get to the root level. So you, it may serve you at other levels and maybe that's the whole, you know, point and there may be nothing wrong with it whatsoever. But the energetics of that job, they didn't even trickle down to the root level yet in five years time. Your body didn't even anchor it into into the bone structure and if you're thinking about your life's work and you know a business that you want to be a part of your life then you recognize that you know that root restructuring it is going to take years it is at the we're talking about years when we talk about root level um, changes. Traveling is by definition being energetically replanted over and over again. So if you feel very ungrounded after traveling, it's normal. Taking time to connect to the earth, to the land that you're, that you're on, is uh, it's helpful for grounding and it doesn't need to take seven years but actually from my experience of having lived uh, long term in five countries it takes about three years to kind of settle in into a new place like feel that oh I am kind of understanding what's going on I do feel grounded here it is a long process and after seven years, you know whether you want to stay here or not. <laughs> but seven years can be quite a crucial point also in relationships because sometimes it doesn't want to get anchored in your bones. You'd say, okay, it's enough, right? <laughs> Maybe that's, that's not a part of my physical reality here. So it is a crucial um, portal because not everything wants to be rooted long term and that's also normal um, and from the healing point of view so working with those root level issues is long term often involves many unpleasant and you know kind of those shadow level memories and I'm also going to um, eventually in a while I'll post a link to uh, root chakra, uh, the healing meditation, um, but uh, that's in the uh, description of this podcast, but that's also um, just what I'm saying is there to remind you that working with those root level energies, right, you expect 
expect it to be long and slow but also if you want to feel more grounded more rooted more present the key to start working with is your roots is the ancestral relationship with the land your relationship with the land and cultivating connections with the land uh, better still relationships so think what a relationship means to you and how it can practically function in in terms of you know cultivating it with the land that you're on so learning its history traditions spirituality plants food and so on that that is all uh, rooting experience and finally um, food yes that's also very rooting uh, and grounding um, thing <laughs> element um, of our life um, and so very often when we lack grounding or when we need grounding and can't really uh, find it we use food as our grounder <laughs> that's why when people get you know big openings uh, they go up vibrationally or they receive a lot of spiritual downloads very often they put on weight because they expand but they also need to root and so that's the easiest thing for the body to do uh, is to put on weight it can be done <laughs> fairly quickly it doesn't need seven years for that uh, so the body puts on weight to root you um, and if you've been feeling ungrounded most of your life then it wouldn't be a surprise you have a tendency to put on weight uh, because that's one of the ways uh, the body grounds itself food water right they even say like after for example after you uh, have a very profound meditation or you go into the akashic records well have a glass of water to ground yourself it's a very common advice because that's it's this it, it's physical whatever is physical whatever is tangible is grounding so also think that um you know you can't um go up to planets and think of um, the divine nature in order to ground yourself grounding has to be very tangible clean the apartment you know do exercises 20 push-ups run around the block eat food drink water that's grounding thinking um theorizing uh, you know out of body experiences none of this is grounding so and if if there is a lot of that then your body will ask for some form of grounding um, it doesn't necessarily have to happen through food right but there there will be an imbalance so that's um, also like if if there is a complex relationship with weight that's one of the signs of uh, you know not not quite fully having mastered the art of grounding i think that this is it um, for today until next time i wish you many many blessings